0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your higher self. Well, then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. is a virtual assistant who started their very first social media agency straight out of uni at the age of 20. She has always been passionate about helping others so thought why not make a business out of it. She has now been a social media coach for over a decade so has plenty of digital marketing advice to share with us all today. So I'm so excited to welcome Siri Buskus to the podcast. Hey Siri how are you? Yay! Hey Emily Jane how are you? I am wonderful. It's a beautiful day. Got nothing to complain about. (laughs) Same here. I'm very happy today. So I would love it if you could kickstart this interview, this podcast, by telling us all a bit about you. Um, So our listeners can kind of learn about you and get to know you a bit more. Of course. Well, um, I'm Siri.
1: And, uh, you know, even though my name says it, I'm like a real virtual assistant, not the one on your phone that you can talk to. Um, And I'm originally from the Netherlands and I moved to Australia about uh, actually six years ago to date. Like I arrived in Australia six years ago um, yesterday and uh, moved to Melbourne to be with my husband. Um, But, yeah, I started my own digital agency back in the Netherlands when I was 20. Then I met him when I was 24, moved halfway across the world, um, and then worked as a digital marketing manager for businesses in Melbourne. And then I uh, became a mother earlier this year, so I started you know thinking, how can I best juggle being a mother and working, and then working from home as well with the whole Melbourne lockdown that happened in COVID. Um, so that's when uh, we dove into starting our own business again because my husband is a graphic designer and I do all the digital marketing and the social media side of things. So we just combined our talents and created this um, wonderful agency to help mostly locals and um, small businesses in Australia with their social media and digital marketing
0: strategy. That's so awesome how you guys were able to like collaborate and um, both yeah. bring to the table. That's amazing. I love that. So I guess yeah. then I'd love it if you could like share a bit about what exactly a social media coach is because I know a lot of my listeners have their own online businesses. So this is going to be a very beneficial episode for them. So yeah, what exactly um, is a social media coach and what is involved in that?
1: Um, so social media is so much more to, you know, just creating an account and starting to post on it. Like, especially if you want to use it for business purposes and to grow your business and to get leads and sales in, um, it's definitely like an investment that you have to make like time-wise as well, um, to implement like the right strategies to make it work for you. So, um, especially on platforms such as Instagram, it's very, um, like you know, it's not good if you post in ghosts, for example. So a lot of people are like, let's just schedule in a bunch of posts and, you know, kind of do our thing. Um, but then if you post in ghosts, so you leave the platform or you're not even on it when you post because you're using scheduler, um, you know, your post won't travel very far. So in order to actually reach people and to get um, sales and customers in, um, it's just very important to have a strategy behind it. So this is what I help people with and businesses with to make sure that, um, that all their social media, like, for business purposes, is very up to date and um, they're using the right strategies and tactics to make it work for them.
0: Yeah, I think that people really do underestimate the amount of strategy that has to actually go into successfully using social media for business purposes. And we're going to dive into all of that um, later on in this episode, because I know I have so many questions I want to pick your brain about. <laughs> So happy to answer them. But I did want to backtrack for a second because you mentioned that, you know, you started your own business fresh out of uni. Um, And so I want to know, like, how did this go for you? Like, how was it starting your own business so young? And um, were there any challenges and how did you work through them?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, actually happened very organically for me um, my dad actually is a business owner himself so I kind of grew up in um you know owning your own business and a lot of my family members are all um, business owners as well um, so I always had like good like mentors and uh, teachers to kind of learn from as to what you you know what is involved in owning your own business because it is a lot um, and then I think when I was actually running my t- uh, my thesis and doing my last internship Before I graduated, um, this was in hospitality and they wanted me to perform research into like e-commerce and how this could work for them. So that's kind of how I started into like this business and I really liked it. And um, I kind of saw a gap in the market as well because, you know, like a decade ago, yeah, you had like a bit of Facebook and, you know, people started to become aware that a website was really important and, um, you know, Googling and all that stuff was all happening so, um, yeah, I started helping just businesses kind of organically through my dad's contacts as well. And um, I was struggling to find like an actual proper job. So that's when I thought, why not take the plunge and just, you know, like do this professionally and actually start a proper business and make money out of this. Um, so, yeah, I started doing that when I was about 20 years old, just from my little apartment and I remember um, trying to come up with like a business name with my friends and, you know, it all started really casual, um, but it actually grew quite quickly, um, mostly thanks to the contacts that I already had in, um, in the business world through my family members um, and even through friends and just of now. Uh, the town I'm from is quite small, so, you know, networking there is quite easy because it's such a small and tight-knit community. So people are very much happy to, um, you know, hand the lend- lending a, a hand and um, I, I just help so many people through that. But, um, yeah, like challenges, there's things like, you know, people not paying, which was uh, a big issue for me, especially because I was so young and, you know, I was living in an apartment and I had bills to pay um so the whole like kind of admin side of things of trying to sorry my dogs are just going a bit wild in the background. The um admin side of things of trying to chase up pavements and um sorry my husband just walked with the past as well. <laughs> I told him don't interrupt me, but <laughs> um but yeah I think like the admin side of things is what I really had to learn a lot about that, even though I'm very organized and, um, you know, I am very much know what to do, it's still hard to, you know, send out proposals and chase up people and trying to get the job in and um, have, like, even contractual agreements around it, you know, because what if promises are, you know, not being kept from both sides of, you know, the party and all that. So there's a lot more involved than just um, kind of posting on Instagram.
0: (laughs) So, Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I love how you were able to like build your entire business based off seeing that gap in the market. And I hear so many successful people um, who have done this, like, and that's why they've become successful because they've noticed what's missing and what people were in need of. And so then they produced a service around that, which I think is just such a smart thing to be doing like if you're in business or just whatever it is that you're doing it for and um I'm the same as you I really struggle with the admin side of all of my business I think it's mostly just because it's so such new territory like it's it's this whole other you know depth of things that I've just never experienced before and you're literally figuring out as you go but it's one of those things like you really do pick up on it um across time which is great. So I did want to dive into talking about growing a business over social media. So first things first, right? Like what does it really take to successfully grow a social media business these days? Like are there certain skills or like qualities or mindset sort of, you know, states that you've got to get yourself in to do so successfully?
1: Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, the, again, there's so much more to it than just kind of creating a profile and starting to post some photos and and information on it. I think people, especially these days and and kind of a trend that we're seeing um, as social media coaches is to really be authentic and show, you know, your true self. And especially if you have a business, you tend to show a lot of product. And, you know, even if you sell services, you um, just kind of use like stock images or, You know, you're not showing your face. Um, I think is a a really like a big, um, like, thing that people forget about when starting social media and uh, social media is social. So especially your followers or people that you want to reach and um, your potential customers, they want to, like, get to know you and who you are and the face behind the business. Um, And, you know, for people that are selling products or have an online shop, it's even showing stuff like behind the scenes or giving sneak peeks on kind of what's going on, you know, behind the scenes of a business Um, because it's not just, you know, oh, here's my product or here's my service. And I think that's um, the main aspect with starting um, to promote yourself on social media or to promote your business on social media, to make sure that you show your face and you are authentic and you're providing value um, as well. You're not just there to sell, sell, sell. But you're there to like build a community and to be social and to kind of use it as you would use it with your friends and family.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think that authenticity and also um, presence are very, very important on social media because... It's all about creating connections at the end of the day. And obviously, like when you're not physically with someone, it is more challenging to build those connections. But if you are showing the ins and outs of your life, if you're physically showing your face, like you were saying, the behind the scenes and all of that, you're going to allow people to get to know you a lot better and create a deeper sort of relationship and connection, which is ultimately the business side of it. So. Yeah, that's... yeah. you
1: just want people to get to know you, you know, so they're mm-hmm. buying from a person. They're not just buying from a website or just a name or just like a static thing. Like they want to get to know you and who you are. And um, I think especially on social media, when you create those connections with um, your followers and your audience, it kind of then grows organically, you know, so you don't really have to go out there and sell, like, do, like, cult calls. Um, But, yeah, it's just more about building, like, your community and connecting with people.
0: Yeah, and, like, the whole idea of personal branding as well. Like, people are going to want to come to you for you. Like, they can get that service or that product from other places, but why are they going to come to you, and it's because of your personal branding and how you've presented yourself um, to them. So, I think similarly on that topic, um, obviously, given like the current state that the world is in, you, you're noticing so many people are starting to turn to social media to develop businesses for themselves and all create exactly. stronger presences for their businesses they already have. Um, so like, what is your advice then for someone who is new to the social media world and really wanting to build a present for themselves and their brand?
1: I think first things first is to really kind of start with a strategy. Um, you know, especially what I see about helping smaller businesses and why they come to us for help is they don't really know what they're doing. So I think kind of starting it with a bit more thought behind it, you know, do a bit of an audit, do a bit of research, start following people on social media, even with your personal account, like people such as us. And there's, you know, probably a million more um, people out there that give tips and tricks and, um, yeah, show you just some ideas and, and insights to what you can do and how you can really make it work instead of, um, you know, just creating a a profile and not really knowing what you're doing, what you're selling, who you're reaching, who you're talking to as well. Um, I think one of the pain points that we hear most is how do I find my customer? You know, and it's more like, well, your customer, like you need to find your customer before they find you, especially on social media, like, you know, hang out where your customer hangs out and try to um, create your own community around them instead of, trying to get them to find you because that's very hard. You know, you're just like one drop in the ocean basically, especially in in social media land where there's so many profiles and so many businesses trying to sell something. So um, I think it's very important to make sure that you know what you want to achieve on social media, especially business-wise, who your customer is, and then to go out and try to find that customer and then connect with them more on a personal level.
0: Yeah, I love that. So it's really all about being very resourceful but also very specific. And I think a big mistake that people tend to make is with the whole like not knowing how to target certain audiences. Like people go too broad and are like, I want to target everyone because that means more customers for me. But at the end of the day, like... Everyone isn't your target audience. So it's going to be more efficient if you are able to like narrow down on your niche and like you said, go where your ideal customers go. And um, that way you can find them rather than waiting for them to find you.
1: Exactly. So
0: so I did want to ask you as well, because you mentioned earlier on, like at the beginning of this podcast about the idea of time investment. And I loved it when you mentioned this because I'm like, (laughs) yes, people don't realize that you need to put a lot of time and effort into your social media and more so into like the planning and engagement rather than like anything else right so i want to ask you how can people most efficiently start using their time on social media and also how can we like prevent ourselves from getting distracted whilst we're trying to be productive
1: it's a very good question. I think especially there's so it's so two-sided. I don't know if you've seen the documentary recently, The Social Dilemma on um, Netflix, which is kind of more about the you know, social media being so addictive. Like it's it's there to suck you in. So as soon as you kind of start spending time on it, it's very easily too to get sucked in and to just go, you know within that hashtag and go deeper and connect with more people and then you get that return and, you know, you get very excited. So it's very two-sided. Like you want to manage your time um, properly because you want to be present in the real world as well and, and, you know, actually run your business in the real world too. So what I personally do is um, kind of have certain slots in a day that I just check my social media and that I post and especially um, on days that I post, I make sure that I'm present say about 15 to 30 minutes before I post to about 15 minutes after I post um, to make sure that the algorithm is picking up like, you know, oh, hey, she's active, you know, we want to show her post to people because she's actually on the platform. Um, So that's especially like an important factor into the time management for when you're, you're posting. And other than that, it's very important to make sure that you're engaging with people. So this is the post and ghost that I was talking about. Just even in general, the ghosting, it's not like let's have a profile there and not really do anything with it. It's like you have to invest. It's social. Go out, go out on there and, you know, watch stories and reels and, um, you know, contact people, send them DMs, send them voice messages, use like all the features that social media has to offer. Um, and you can do it in, in little time slots. Like, you know, you can even do just while having your morning coffee and, trying to, you know, use it as an actual news feed. Instead of reading a newspaper, you know, go uh, hang out on social media for about 10 minutes or, you know, at the end of the day when you want to wind down with a glass of wine, jump on it for 10 minutes. Um, But, yeah, try not to get sucked into it and especially during the day, it's very much a distraction that as soon as your phone buzzes or, you know, even as soon as an email comes through, you have that urge to immediately check and reply And that's what it's designed to do. But I think it's very um, important to have healthy boundaries as well and set them for yourself.
0: I completely agree. Boundaries are absolutely everything. Now, you did mention the word algorithm, which has triggered me now because (laughs) I really want to ask you, like, there has obviously been such a noticeable change in the way that Instagram works and like with the algorithms, everything. And it just seems so much harder for people to be growing their followings, like more organically. And quickly. Like I feel like everyone used to be able to grow so much quicker in the past. So can you kind of like share some insights as to how we can work best with the current algorithms to start start getting better results with our platforms? Yes, of course. I mean, yes, the algorithm is such a
1: strange like little world as well um, because nobody, it's very mysterious. Nobody really knows how it works. And, And even if you saw the documentary, The Social Dilemma, it's up to a point that even the people who created it don't really even know how it works. Like that much of an artificial intelligent, uh, intelligence behind it, you know, is what it um, makes it actually so successful for the platform. And then indeed not so much for the user who wants to grow their following. So um, like things that we notice though as social media coaches is um, engagement rate is a, is a very big factor. So if you look at like maybe even three years ago, uh, like you mentioned, people might have had a big following on Instagram. But if you look a bit deeper, they're usually fake followers as well, uh, especially like the big, you know, influencers. Um They usually kind of bought a lot of followers that, you know, are just fake profiles. And again, they don't post anything, don't do anything, don't engage, they're just there to be a statistic, like to be a number in your following. And um, the main thing is to not buy followers because if these people aren't engaging with your posts the algorithm thinks well Nothing's happening So you want to make sure that you're not buying followers and even if you have done it before or even if you have Um, you know accounts that follow you but don't, don't really do anything on social media It's important to delete them because they negatively impact your engagement rate So we want to get that engagement rate high so your post will be shown to a lot of your followers who then will engage with your post by, for example, giving it a like or even, you know, commenting on it or saving it for later, or maybe even sharing it to, um, like for example, their Instagram stories. And that's all counted as engagement. So then the algorithm thinks, hey, you know, something is buzzing here. Something is Happening, so let's show this post to more people, and that's kind of how you get that organic growth and get your post in front of more people. Um, obviously, using hashtags is still a great tool as well to get your post in front of people that aren't your followers. Um, so, hashtags kind of work as like a search, little mini search engine, um, and again to build communities. So, you've got like really great hashtags such as women supporting women which, you know, women hang out and support each other and support each other's businesses and, um, you know, doing little shout-outs shout outs and stuff. So it's very good to, to um, again, create your own community and start finding people and followers and engaging with them so they will return that and um, engage with you so the algorithm will think, hey, you know, this is actually a great account, like something is buzzing, let's promote this even further and come, like, on top of people's feeds to, um, to actually get that
0: a better reach and more following. So engagement is like everything then, like it's so important.
1: Engagement is at the moment, like that's like the trend. And, you know, who knows if um, the artificial intelligence behind uh, the algorithm is going to change things again. Um, but, yeah, for example, with Instagram too, they recently launched the Instagram Reels, which um, is a new feature know they're obviously excited about it. So what they're trying to do is if people use reels, they want to promote that even further because it's a new feature. They want everybody to get onto it. So we've seen that if you post reels or even if you post reels like very consistently like say every day and try to be very creative about it and stand out. Like that's something that the algorithm definitely um, like, like favors. So your real and your posts will actually travel way
0: further than um, you could imagine with just posts. Wow. And so on the other side of engagement, then I do have a question. Like, obviously engagement is really great, but you do see there's a lot of people who are getting into like what they call Instagram pods and they all strategically comment on each other's posts and save them and like them and all of that in like mass. Yeah. Is this, because I've heard mixed messages, is this going to have a positive or negative effect on um your account um it's yeah again it's very touch and go because people
1: always say a different thing like for some people it really works and for others you know they go like no this is very negative you should like kind of not try to avoid it as much as possible in my experience you know you always have probably your little like you know club like the front row when you're giving a concert and there's always like your super fans like on the front row that are there to cheer you on and like your posts. like you'll always have those people and they might even be like your real friends or people that you um, really connected with on social media so you know in a way those are your engagement pods um, you know quote unquote as well because they engage with you most however if you really are Posting and then you know posting it in an engagement pod to get all those likes and stuff quickly. Instagram might flag it as spammy because then they go like, "Hmm, this looks a bit weird." Like all of a sudden she's getting all these likes and you know all these um, just emoji comments, for example, which they're not really adding value to the post. They're not really you know show like a comment that is actually meaningful or valuable um so instagram might think that something fishy is going on and they'll see it as spammy and then it will negatively impact your post because if they flag it as spam they won't show it any further than um you know then probably than the people that saw it in the engagement post so in the engagement pod so that's why you have to be a bit careful with that
0: and i suppose from like a perspective of a potential brand coming to your account to collaborate they can probably pick up when they are the sort of like spammy pod um comments because it's kind of like repetitive and i suppose in that sense it's going to have a negative um effect so um that's great that you were able to shed some insight into that for anyone who might or might not be a part of pods and like (laughs) like (laughs) all of that but i do want to jump on to the next question which is to do with followings and um like, should people really be super fixated on the number of followers that they have on their account? Like, is this going to be an honest reflection of success in business or like, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, Again, like, I think it's, it's only human to wanting to be liked, you know, and, and wanting to be the popular kid on the block. So obviously when you, when you do have a a bigger following, say thousands or tens of thousands, even um, it kind of, is that human feel that you know you are successful. Or even if you go to an account and you do see that they have a lot of following, you think like, wow, they really made it. So that's only human to think that. However, um, it's obviously hard to grow a, a very large following and it takes a lot of time. So don't expect that, again, if you start your profile and you're doing it for three months or for six months, that all of a sudden you're going to have like 10,000 followers and you know people wanting to buy from you and engage with you. It's really a timely um, investment that you have to make yourself and you have to hang out on, like, Instagram or social media yourself to try to build that community and get those followers and also get followers that are genuine. So, you know, you might get lots of people that follow you, but they're not really your target audience. Um, You know, they will never buy from you like your product or service they will never really engage with you so yes it's great to have that number there and it feels probably like um you know you've made it and it is very successful but at the end of the day what you really want to focus on is reaching the right audience um, and also just like engaging with them and and getting them to convert into um into a sale or a lead so it's more about like quantity or like quality than quantity
0: yeah, completely. So don't become too like overly fixated on trying to achieve a certain amount of followers. Rather try to make the following you already have a lot more heavily engaged and involved with, you know, the business or your like whatever it is that you're trying to run through your social media then. Yeah, you just really want, want to focus on the quality. And also, you know, if you do have a great like um,
1: followers that are really you know, engaging with your, your brand and your business, they will like kind of spread the word for you by word of mouth. Like they might share your proposal, they'll recommend you to friends or they'll write a review about you and that's how you can get more actual business in, which doesn't necessarily mean these people um, will follow you, but at least you're getting business in. So that's kind of like the community that you want to um, create.
0: Amazing. So I want to have a quick chat to you as well before we do start to wrap up the podcast about (laughs) the topic of marketing, right? Because um, I feel like this is an important aspect of social media that a lot of people probably aren't very educated on. Um, But, you know, if they were educated on it, it would be really beneficial for their businesses. So let's talk marketing tactics. Like, what do you have to share about that? Well, yeah, there's so much. I mean, marketing
1: is such a broad term as well. So you obviously have like marketing as in the sense of traditional marketing, which is very much, you know, like your flyers or your banners or even TV and radio, um, which are usually quite costly as well. But then like the digital marketing and the online marketing is more so what I do. Um, that can be free, basically, if you just create a social media profile um, and start to really... a strategy behind it, Um, you know, create a a very valuable uh, content that engages with your target audience. So again, like really like narrow it down and creating your own niche Um, and like serve content with purpose and and intention to, you know, get your end goal, which is basically a sale, Um, then that will really work for you. So it's kind of to create marketing that is very, intentional and purposeful for your business um which is not just social media like it can be online ads which is obviously something that's paid for you know social media is free but if you want to advertise and put um your ads in front of a different audience that you might not just reach organically uh, you can do that on for example like facebook or instagram ads or even google advertising um, which is very again like there's all these algorithms and tactics behind it again that um we as social media marketers do like courses for to make sure that these ads actually work uh, when you spend money on them um a lot of people kind of tend to boost a post for example on facebook or instagram and think like oh hey you know this is great and this is how i can get um more eyeballs on my post but it doesn't really give you a lot of the insights and extra options that it does when you create a Proper um, advertising campaign, like an engagement advertising campaign, um, because that's the ultimate goal. Like, you want to obviously get more engagement and get more people to see your post, but instead of boosting it, say, for $20, maybe spend an extra 15 minutes on it and creating it in an actual Facebook ad um, by targeting your audience very specifically and also getting more data back from Facebook that you then can use uh, for future posts and future advertising.
0: Ah, awesome. Yeah, because I wanted to ask you about like sponsored posts and like <laughs> boosting and all of that. So you mentioned like engagement advertising campaigns. What exactly is an engagement advertising campaign? Like what's involved with that and what really differentiates that from simply just bo- boosting your post?
1: So um with boosting your posts, Facebook and, and hence Instagram as well. Um they have just like an automated system and they will kind of show your post to people that look like your social media following, like that look like your audience. But again, that might not specifically be your target audience. So if you go behind the scenes and you actually go into a Facebook ad account, you have multiple options that you can choose from to um, like create like the goal of an advertising campaign, which can be something like lead generation. For example, if you have, online courses to sell and you really want to get these leads in or you can have website traffic which is if you really want to get a lot of people to your website um, and try to convert them there but then you also have engagement which is more so focused on um, obviously like the boosting of of your posts Um, so if you use a different goal Facebook then will match it up as to their algorithm on how they're going to serve responsive posts um, to the target audience that you put in so um, instead of Facebook kind of letting do the work for you. You can now put in like your target audience very specifically, like you can narrow it down to um, locations, ages, interests, demographics um, and all that fun stuff. And a a very important one is um, to narrow it even down further if you're an online shop to the um, interest-engaged shoppers, which means that they're more likely to buy something online. Um, and that's something that just a boosted post wouldn't do. So once you kind of fill that out and spend the extra, like probably 15 minutes on it, it will just give you a, a way more return
0: on your ad spend. Mm, yes. So it's, it's a bit more manual, but it's obviously going to be a lot more efficient and like effective because you're um, be, like when you're clear on your audience, you're then able to specifically target those people. So I could see how that would be a lot exactly. more. Yeah. And so my final question for you then is like in regards to, I guess, similar to marketing still, like what are the top sort of strategies to really approach sort of like social selling then? Because, you know, I feel like a lot of the time people can come across very pushy or ingenuine when they're, you know, very new to the game and not really sure of what they're doing. So what's your, you know, advice to combat this sort of like, you know, unappealing approach (laughs) yeah well that's a fun one i think again it's very much down to authenticity
1: and showing your face and i know a lot of people um might even be like oh but i don't want to show my face like i'm a bit scared to jump on it and and all that and there's different ways to do it as well again like you can show behind the scenes like you can show product development for example or you can kind of show what you're doing like what your day is looking like um, and then you can make boomerangs, for example, so you don't really have to talk. You can just do like a fun little boomerang on, on Instagram. And um, I think it's very important too to show your face on Instagram stories. So not much, um, like obviously you can focus on your posts and, and sharing content and, and valuable information there, but then to also jump on Instagram stories because that's, um, you know, even though it's short-lived, it's only 24 hours, you can obviously highlight it to um, make your post last longer. But it just travels a bit further because a lot of people um, like watching video online, it's like 90% of people watch video online. So a lot of people kind of tap, 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 you know, through their Instagram stories as much as they do scroll through the Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to kind of show your face there, um, you know, have like little short conversations about what you're doing showing product, um, sharing information. I'm very much an advocate of kind of, if you're a service-based um, provider, to just share your knowledge for free um, up to a certain extent. So I kind of share my knowledge, especially on social media. I say 30% of what I know of about what's in my brain and all my strategies is what I'll share for free um, just because I think people deserve to know this stuff as well. Um, but then to also show that, you know, you do know what you're talking about and uh, people want to come to you. They want, you know, you want to be the go-to expert um, so then that you can get them in uh, and help them out further and obviously then getting paid for it. So um, I think especially making sure that you show up and, um, and show your face and show your personality while being like authentic um, and sharing valuable information.
0: Yeah, incredible. Like all of that is just, such great advice and it's so tangible as well. Like people can really take on board what you've said and start applying it. And I love how you spoke about utilizing your stories because I feel like our feeds are this like portfolio, right? Like it's the the fine tuned side of like our businesses and our lives. And then our stories is where our stories and our live videos are where the greater connection can be made like that's where people can go to see you like being real and raw and just you know yes they can relate to you they can see you're a normal person like it's yeah exactly and again if you don't want to
1: show your face on a story uh, you can show like oh all these products you know all these orders oh my god thank you so much for placing all these orders and i'm going to send them out today like you can show a little behind the scenes uh, stuff like that as well to just you know, show what's going on and show what's going on in your business uh, to get people to like you as well.
0: Amazing. So Siri, I've got one final thing that I ask all of my guests on that come on the podcast because it is the real time podcast. Um, what is one final piece of real advice that you want to leave absolutely everyone with before jumping off today?
1: Oh, I love that. Um, I think and it's not necessarily social media or digital marketing related but more business related it's just to do it and to you know dream it so like I mentioned I'm from the Netherlands I moved halfway across the world I had a baby lockdown happened and yet I'm still here and own a successful business so I think you know, if people are kind of doubting themselves and stuff, it's just very important to trust in yourself and to kind of make your dreams come reality. If you want to start your own business and uh, be your own boss, then you absolutely can. So I think it's very important to, yeah, to trust in what you can do and make those dreams happen as well.
0: Amazing. That's so funny. That was literally the topic of my last solo pep talk. It was- Oh, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So many people like we get these desires and we have these like goals that we want to achieve, but then like for some reason we just don't chase them. But you know, you, you sharing your story with everyone, I hope it's really inspired them to go out and just start that thing that they're really wanting to be started. All of them- I really hope so too. Yes, and all of the incredible advice and um, tips and tricks you've shared with us today. It's just going to help people go so far with all their businesses. So thank you so much for your time and for coming to us. I really love speaking to you. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you so much for having me.
0: guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value, so help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag RealTime, and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again guys for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.